Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Phil's Photography Journey podcast. Special episode again after we had a special one recently with Sue and my wife Sue is with us on this week's show. Hello, I'm back. By popular demand. We did have some feedback. It was good feedback and uh, henceforth Sue is with us. I hope you enjoy not hearing just from my voice but hearing from Sue too. We had a really, really busy week this week. So we're going to go through in a fun and informative way, let you know what's been going on. We've covered so many different things. So without further ado, I'll kick off with ancestry and family trees and DNA. Uh, We both submitted some DNA tests a few weeks back now. Sue's has been processed all the way through. Mine hasn't been even acknowledged yet, so I don't know if we read anything into that. But uh, <laughs> Perhaps they've, um, you know, you're on a database that you didn't want to be on. Phil. Well, yeah, I, I, I'll wait for a big knock on the door. But it's been really interesting, hasn't it, Sue, from uh, digging, a, digging around and looking into the family records? Yeah, so I think, um, obviously, there's a lot of people doing these DNA tests now. And a few years ago, there was a big rush and an interest on doing stuff on family trees. And last weekend, there was special offer, because it was Armistice Weekend, for people to access military records. So I started building my tree in anticipation of knowing my DNA was coming back. And because there was such a big interest a few years ago, there are a lot of people have done a lot of research. So it's quite easy to build your tree if you want to do the month's free trial or whatever, without having to do lots of research yourself, ordering birth certificates which obviously costs money. So um, I, I have got a huge family tree now with some skeletons in my closet. Ooh, uh, it's very interesting, actually, Sue. It's one we, we almost might need to dedicate a, an episode or maybe a blog or something for that one, Sue, when, uh, when you've carried out your research. But you're currently going back to, what, the 15th century? Well, I can get right back to the 15th century because, um, fortunately for me, within my um, DNA and uh, within... or I say fortunately, that might not be fortunately for everyone, I have some royal connections. So it means that, of course, that's all very well documented. So I've been able to go back quite a way. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of rumours abound in every family. and Oh, you're from here, you're from there. No, actually, it's just northwest Europe and Scotland and Ireland are the Channel Islands and, and 2% from Sweden. So, I, uh, you know, my ancestors, uh, did ancestors don't hail from very far and wide. Uh, but it's still very interesting. Um, and yes, as Phil says, perhaps one day we'll do another story on that because there are some connections with my acting career as well. So we'll talk about that perhaps another time. Sounds good. I guess the Sweden thing is the, the Viking connection, which I think a lot of us will probably have that in uh, in the UK. So yeah, and, and hopefully I'll probably going to have to chase up ancestry and say what have you done with my my sample but hopefully it'll get done fairly soon so so we spent a lot of time on on that on the weekend and during the week it is a quite a time drain but it's worth it because you just go on these journeys and you it, it actually suggests these connections which you can then validate and go go through and, and add to your tree as as required so yeah re- very good recommend it so that was that. And then uh, then the week proper started. And uh, after my last episode, brief episode, where I was testing out the Roadcaster Pro, which we're recording on today, I had some contact from a guy who's actually uh, a, a reporter for RTE. And it was just to go over some technical tests. So we've been doing some kind of toing and froing of videoing our settings and sending some samples. Uh, and you know, that's the power of social media, isn't it? So this guy's just contacted me on the back of a couple of hashtags that I put on a tweet and we're following up just to, to kind of understand the the power of the of, of the mixing desk and 
where we can go with it, but really useful. So that's kind of an ongoing thing. Tuesday, I had a, a big day, as did Sue. So mine briefly was a corporate headshot, which was up in town for my old employer, actually. Well, not directly for him, as it were, but uh, it was someone who booked me. I mean, they booked me in a personal capacity. It was at the company premises. That was really good. It was the classic corporate headshot of get up there on time, get set up quickly, do the job, pack up, go. It was quite nice to meet Hannah, my daughter, on the way home so she could help me carry some of the gear. But that was really good, really enjoyed it. And Sue, your Tuesday was quite busy, wasn't it? It was a busy day. I had a fantastic day. So I started off by going over to Beckentree to see my acting coach. So yes, I have an acting coach. She's terrific, actually. Uh, Links at the end of the podcast or... Uh, on the podcast info notes and uh, we're working on a monologue because I've never really I'm not classically trained so I didn't go to drama school I've acted for a long time and I have done a lot of training in the last couple of years but I've never been classically trained so for me going to an acting coach is about you know ironing out the wrinkles seeing perhaps things that I've not done exercises in voice and those sort of things that I've not sort of had any feedback on so I've gone to see her and it was fantastic we're working on a monologue which is brilliant so that if I need to do a monologue at any point I've got one and also to get some feedback on how I sound you know things like breathing which is uh, something I need to work a bit on that was great had great fun there Um, and then headed over to Hoxton for a clown class I'm doing some training with a company called ICAT which is the Independent Centre for Act Training run by a great guy called Cy Trinder who's done quite a few TV things and works with the RSC and he's he's a great guy and he's organised these clubs on a Tuesday which is based on clown and it doesn't involve wearing a red nose. The best bit of my day was I heard that I'd actually booked a TV commercial. I'm very excited about that. I It's obviously a bit hush-hush because it's all being produced obviously as we speak and I should be filming that next week so perhaps once I've done the filming and been on set and there's a bit more information to let you know I can tell you about that. Yeah, hugely excited. I'd had uh, two auditions for it. Uh, one which we call the recall so I went back. That was uh, terrific so I had a great time doing that. There's more. I then went to the Old Red Line Theatre and a little plug for a, a friend of mine Catherine Riley who's written a wonderful play called Poison Polluted which is running until the 30th of November and it's a two-hander with her and another friend of mine Anna who's appearing in it. it's a two-hander as I said well worth a visit if you are in the Old Red Line vicinity in Islington it's a nice little theatre I hadn't been there before so I had a really great day actually a really good uh, day really busy with lots of great news for me and great to see some friends putting on some powerful performances and all round very inspiring so that was a bumper day with great news and lots of activities I'm beyond proud at what Sue's achieved Uh, she works extremely hard for her profession I've actually seen through contacts that I've met in when Sue's been doing performances and also from when I've been doing headshots there's so much effort put into this it's really a, a, a profession that you must completely dedicate yourself to because you know you don't always get great pay and stuff like that but you you know it's it's there's so much that needs to be put into it in order to get the returns and actually on that point you know with with the headshots you know it's it's a, it's a collaboration when we get together to produce headshots for the folks for the actors and obviously my other clients as well if i in my small way can help to get people in the room then that's that's a job well done too that's what i strive for and that's why we uh, we work so hard i guess collaboratively across the board to achieve that and it's it's nice for me to see both sides of it 
Yeah, I, th- I mean, one of the things it, it, that I do is I'm also an agent as well as an actor. So I work for a cooperative agency. We have a number of actors on our books and we are actors and we put people up for roles. So for me, it's important that, you know, they have the right kind of headshots to get them in the room. And I think that's been really great working, say, with Phil on helping people to achieve, a, you know, a, a few different looks that we that when their agent then subs them for a role, they can pick one that's right for the type of role they're going up for. Yeah, so it's it's not just about, oh yeah, that looks okay, or that looks good, or whatever, but it's Sue knowing from the inside as to how an agent would look at headshots and get involved in submitting that what would work you know and then so what, yeah and on the other end then who when the casting director receives it they can sort of say oh yeah I could see that person playing that if it was a period role or if it's a more contemporary piece you want to have a kind of couple of looks so you can get in so it's been good fun doing those together yeah and that's why when you have your headshot session it, the important things are about you know the, the range of different tops and hair up hair down hair back hair up whatever uh and that's just the guys. No, I mean, it, it, you know, whoever. It's it's just important to have that range. And the right selection of a top with, say, the right hairdo can mean that's period straight away. So the casting agent can look at that and think about some of those, you know, potential roles. Casting director. Casting director. So I don't want to get there the terminology right. Sorry. <laughs> so there you go. So that was... that was the really busy Tuesday. And then moving on to Wednesday. So my day was I suppose a bit more relaxed I'd had some headshots that I did recently for Sophia Uh, she made a selection so I I was doing some editing for those and also preparing for the shoot on Thursday more to come on that shortly and Sue as part of your great news on Tuesday you had to go somewhere on Wednesday I did the thing about filming commercials and getting a a role for a TV commercial or, or on the web or even radio whatever it's very quick turnaround I had to go found out I got the role and then the next day went up for a wardrobe fitting which was huge fun um up somewhere I'd not been before up in Camden and trying on lots of different outfits with the other two principal actors both uh, female actors who are going to be appearing with me in this this section so we're all three of us sort of together and it was great you know just trying on different outfits I, I sort of thought actually I think this is why I wanted to become an actor, an actor because I could just dress up in lots of different clothes really I think that's one of the uh, attractions to me although some of the things you get to try on are, are um, unusual <laughs> Yeah, that it, sounds weird. It wasn't anything weird, I promise you. It was just things that you wouldn't normally choose in in real life. Yeah, so uh, but it, it, that, that was a a nice thing to be involved with. And uh, to obviously, quick fast forward to today, you've been looking at you know some of your stuff because we've been do, we've been doing some stuff moving into our media room. So that's meant oh, I could use that in this, and I could use this in that, and so on. So. Yeah, so I've sort of had a bit of a declutter <clears> on the wardrobe, but I haven't got rid of everything because I'm thinking oh, actually that could be school teacher, and that could be sort of you know hippie type and so I've kept a few things that probably would have gone to charity a long time ago if I'd not thought that they could do for uh, one of the things to say actually in case anyone's wondering you don't go dressed to an audition in the full costume you know if, if you're going for something sci-fi don't turn up in a silver metallic suit um yeah just give people a hint of so if you're going for a teacher don't go in in your hot pants wear something a little bit more sensible I think is the what I'm trying to get out there Wise advice, Sue. Thank you. Other than that, so I was preparing for a shoot on Thursday, which was quite different to my usual stuff because it it wasn't a people shoot. 
it was uh, an interior of a shop, so a new shop called The Lost Sheep in Catrum. Fantastic sort of gift and, I don't know what you call it, it, it is a gift shop generally, but there's all sorts of other things. There's some practical things in there as well, and books and, and scarves and all sorts of things. Well worth a visit. And I, I had not done this type of photography before, but of course I'm a photographer. I know how to, to go about things. You do a bit of research. I called up Jack Spedding, who's a Northwestern-based award-winning architecture photographer, he gave me a few tips, so thank you for that, Jack. And I was prepared, had the gear, had lights if I needed them, but actually was able to make good use of the light that was in the shop. So that was Thursday morning. It was quite an early start, wasn't it? So we were out, out at about eight-ish. Yeah, we were nice and early. <laughs> nice and it was and cold as well. It was very, very good indeed. I enjoyed the, I suppose, the freedom. Uh, you know, you're, you're following your photographer's eye, wide shots, narrow shots, angles, you know, focus points moved around and stuff like that and the client was absolutely delighted with the images that I delivered to her yesterday evening I think just for me there's 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 always something you kind of take away from things and you know one of those is yeah I could I I feel I could do that job if I was asked and commissioned to do it again that's good tick done the other thing is make sure you've got a cable to enable you to get your images from or or a card reader to get your images from the camera to the uh, to the laptop I had just about everything schoolboy error hands up and I'm confessing all because it may happen to you one day so you know have a checklist I do have checklists but actually probably not one just for that so maybe you're that'll the be king something of to checklists I am. yeah spreadsheet king uh yes I learned from that thankfully we were only about a 20 minute journey away 20 minutes of road diversions and flooding but hey got there got back and spent some time with Sue's mum uh, because she lives nearby and that's always good catching up the mums and was able to do an initial delivery of about a dozen images and then um, work through the rest in the evening and for the technical folk out there so I was all geared up for doing all sorts of work in Photoshop and so on but I, I exclusively use Capture One which is fast becoming my best ever piece of software it's usually used for tethering so you guys who've had headshots done with me or perhaps with others it's one of the main software um, houses to produce that kind of software phase one who produce capture one and that's what you'll be looking at when you look at the images that we've just taken and shared with you during the session and I was very impressed with the editing options on it so fair play I mean it's it's not cheap but you do get what you pay for and as a pro you need you need tools and software that's going to back you up that was thursday evening sue and we were probably feeling the tiredness a bit by then weren't we oh yeah i mean i've been um doing quite a lot i I, on the back of a show i did about a month ago finished that and i've not really been able to sleep since i've kind of been on a bit of a high i think because i've been going to lots of classes and uh, just really busy and i had lot i've had lots of auditions i had sort of four auditions in four weeks i think that just about finished us off i think we were both absolutely shattered after all the excitement of the week and so many things going on and doing and and both of us you know living our creative dreams so to speak so yeah we were worn out weren't we we were and but it it was a kind of it it was a weird one it almost felt that you were in a sort of euphoria but you Mm. were just five minutes away from crashing out for about an hour and a half uh, which we kind of did I think yesterday afternoon it's one of those happy things to have though you know you we've been doing what we do we support each other and it's just a fantastic journey and you know we had I suppose today was a little bit easier in some ways we had a carpet fitted in our upstairs back bedroom which we kind of it's a bit of a multi-purpose room it's got a sofa bed in there so it can be a bedroom it's got a tv in there so you can just 
go up there as a bolt hole, watch some TV, got Sky up there and all that sort of stuff. It's going to be used for, well, it has been used for self-tapes in the past, mm-hmm. haven't we? We've just yep, gone up there, in rigged there. up an LED light and microphone and stuff like that. So it will still be used for that in the future. But it, it needed just some more work doing. And uh, we had the carpet replaced with a, a thicker carpet from Ammonite Flooring over at Hayes, who are brilliant. And that was the last real part, last real element of all the work that we've done on the house over the last few years. We just sort of need to do some furniture, furniture, finishings, finishing furnitures, something like that. Furnishings. Uh, furnishings. Finishing to try and, touches. Try and, try and find something big enough for Sue's shoe and boot collection. <laughs> Sorry, we're probably going to outdo Ikea for that. No, we will, uh, we will get that sorted over the coming weeks, but it was good to just get that done. You know, we can then start to think why, as well as those uses, I also want to do some more YouTube stuff, talking to camera, so it will provide a good environment for that. We just need to think about some additional soundproofing and bits and pieces and we'll pro- i suppose we could have a competition say who's got the biggest collection of camera technical equipment versus who's got the biggest collection of shoes i mean well tools you know, for the job which you'll probably argue is the same for yours as well so <laughs> uh, yeah i probably have got too many pairs of shoes to be fair to phil i mean i've only got one pair of feet so how many shoes can you wear exactly and that's now on the record which is really good <laughs> thank you all i'm not coming back that's it no that is really a very very rapid sort of trip through our week it's been a thoroughly enjoyable week tiring but good tiring you know we've we've got a a weekend where we're just going to pot around do some stuff sort out some of the junk that we took out of the old room and work out if we need it again we will avoid the ikeas and any other trips like that we'll do that when everyone's at work and school and we'll just sort of catch up with a few visits and errands and stuff like that and a bit of golf in the morning which i usually do every week and then next week sue big week next week yeah big week filming i've so i've got another clown class i'm gonna i've got a filming and i think that's going to be the, the main thing for me i was going to ask you a question actually phil because obviously i'm your guest and yeah. uh, you're somebody who runs this all the time uh, if are there options for people to leave comments and ask questions about things on podcasts at all there is i think i think actually on anchor.com where this is hosted there's a I think there's almost a voicemail option or something like that. I mean, when we do the the show, when that goes up, we normally tweet, put on Facebook and that kind of thing. So we've, we've, we've picked up some feedback that way and that tends to be the okay. traditional way. No, just think, you know, if anyone wants to, if there are any actors listening or obviously I'll share this uh, podcast with some of my uh, network as well. But if there's anybody who wants to know anything more about any of the stuff I'm talking about or any topics they're perhaps interested in, particularly in my dual role um, as an agent, as well as being an actor, then I'm more than happy to perhaps, you know, do a, my own little mini podcast because I am thinking about setting up my own one, not in direct competition with Philip, obviously, um, but I'm thinking about doing something on that. So if there's anything people want to know about, then please let me know. Yeah, that's a good point. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've mentioned on previous shows episodes that i'm going to do the the guest slot uh, so that will either be phoning a guest which i can do with this device or we can get people over to the house whatever i've got some more prep being done for the chernobyl and kiev episode with my friend chris ward so we, we're going to get some dates in the diary and, and get that out i would hope within the month that we, we would get that done and dusted but i'll keep you fully posted on that and also having a catch up the other day with a local photographer, Andrew Clifton Brown, who, who does a lot of brilliant work um, with sort of mainly fashion photography, but also some portraiture and headshots. It's amazing just through some comments on social media, we had a good kind of conversation, I suppose. And uh, yeah, we're going to catch up at some point because we're not that far away. And it's quite 
Well, it's very good, actually. The networking side of things not quite good. We will all learn from each other. And it's it's also useful to know that if there's a job that you got that you absolutely couldn't do, that you could pass it on to somebody else. So a bit of uh, you know, mutual support goes a long way as well. So Andrew also mentioned to me that he's got some makeup artists who might want to have that this sort of platform. So yeah, I've this this is still, I, it feels to me that it's still in the early stages, this podcast. It's only in recent times, I've obviously had Sue involved and I've got you know, other, other things lined up. Having more time now because I've changed jobs, uh, got rid of the old job and in with a new means that we can structure things a bit better and get them a bit more polished, a bit more professional and uh, more frequent. So hopefully that will uh, land well with you guys that have listened. Uh, the numbers are, are on the increase, which is great. And I really appreciate that. Please feel free to leave reviews. I'm not sure if all platforms allow that. I certainly know that iTunes does. You might have to dig around in the actual episode notes to to find it it's normally I think scrolling to the very bottom of all the lists but please do that and contact other than that is also on anger.com uh, on my profile page but it's to philswallow.com in fact i think squarespace who hosts my website did something recently that you don't even need to put www dot anymore you can just put philswallow.com and you'll get to me how wonderful is that wonderful phil i think we'll end it there <laughs> Uh, (laughs) and hope you enjoy this episode please as sue mentioned feel free to pass any comments if you'd like to come on board and do a little session where we can chat about what you do and share that with the the world of listeners please get in touch via sue or myself depending on whether you're more on the photography side or the acting side and we'll speak again soon 